to the land where it just don't stop. Trumps, pop tops, drops in the front end, hot. Paint flops, greens. What up, Bates Town? Lance and Joey here, Houston Holla Podcast. We got another podcast on the road with Lance. Lance is wrapping up some work. I just picked up the kids from school. And first off, H Town, I just wanted to talk about how many chili cheese dogs I ate at the Astros game the other night. I told Lance I could put four or five away. I only ate three chili cheese, onions, jalapenos, mustard, but I had to throw a big big ass bowl of uh, nachos in there too. Next inning or so. So I, I definitely had my fair share of uh, game food, Lance. Nacho cheese, huh? Yeah, dude. I uh, actually ate the uh, pulled pork nachos, man. They were delicious. I mean, how much pig did you actually eat? And where were your seats? And how far away were you from the bathroom by the eighth inning? Uh, so luckily I was in section 129, row three. I was basically right on the field, uh, a few feet away from the dugout. Uh, but I had a... Bathroom right behind me. No way in hell I'm using those bathrooms, though, especially after about the third inning. I mean, legitimately, though, so, like, if you have to, like, really go and, like, drop a deuce at a baseball game or at a sporting event, are you going to go to the next set of stalls down? Not like, you know, like the the set of bathrooms that are maybe 10 sections away. Are you going to be like, no, let's get this done right now. I don't want to miss the game. Uh, honestly, man, I was thinking in the middle of the game, about fifth or sixth inning or so, I was thinking about going up to the three, four hundreds, you know, there was like 20 people up there. And I, I thought to myself, man, those bathrooms upstairs can't be that bad right now. Bottom was packed. Top was pretty empty. So, you know, I, I just forgot about it and it went away. So I was good. It was a great game though, man. It was an awesome game. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, you know, the higher section, if you get access to it, it's basically like the Bucky's of baseball parks. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far, <laughs> but that's pretty good analogy there, Lance. I mean, you know, look, I like Bucky's. I have an amazing Bucky story. If any of y'all ever see me at the wing or out in public, ask me about my Bucky's bathroom story. It's not appropriate for today's podcast, but maybe if we get it drawn out if enough people beg for it, we'll talk about the weirdest I mean, just most creepy experience I've ever had in a Bucky's bathroom. No, it didn't involve other people messing with me or throwing things at me or laughing at me while I was in there. <laughs> I mean, man, we just let an entire podcast off with me having to take a dump in an Astros game. So I think your story might not be that bad, dude. I kind of want to yeah, hear yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's a few inappropriate tones uh, okay. to my story. Right. I, I think yeah, I see yeah, where yeah, you're yeah. going with this already. That's fine. Uh, so yeah, exactly. <laughs> back to the topic at hand, man. What an awesome game the other night. I won't talk about it too much, but we had great seats, went, went with some great people, got to see a great game, ate some great food, man, and it was just fun. And for me, of course, I think everybody that follows us knows this. I am a huge Shohei fan. And damn, he put on a show, man. So it was awesome. It was worth every penny, and I would definitely do it again. What did you say the uh, Tuesday night crowd looked like? Like, was it ten or fifteen thousand? Was it pretty much packed on the lower bowl? Like, I know what it looks like on TV, and I see what it reads in the paper. But do you feel like the Astros fans are turning out? 
Yeah, man, actually I do. And I was saying that to the people I was with. We got there about 45 minutes early. I always like to get there early, just enjoy the entire ballpark experience. I've never been one of those people to show up in the middle of the first or second inning and leave in the seventh inning. That's that's my dad's job. So when we were kids and I would go to the game with my dad, we'd get there 40 minutes late, and then by the sixth or seventh inning, he's like, man, let's beat traffic, let's go. So I never got to watch a whole game. So I think out of spite, Simply because of that right there. I, I get there an hour early, and I'm one of the last people to leave, man. And honestly, the crowd was awesome. Bottom bowl was definitely full. 200s, meh. Get up to the three four hundreds. It was a little empty, especially on the uh, third baseline. I couldn't see the little line behind us, of course, but up top was pretty dead. Bottom bowl was popping, though, man. Have you ever actually turned into your father and done the same thing? Or do you actually never... Ever, 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 ever show up late to a baseball game. I have never been late to an NBA, NFL, or MLB game under my own power. No, sir. If anything, I'm usually an hour early at least. Right. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, I like being one of the so first people at in the line. Point, what, at the same point, though, is there a tipping point where you will leave early from a game? A 30-point deficit, a four-touchdown deficit, or maybe down ten runs in the eighth or the ninth. Yeah, you know, man, it'd have to be it'd have to be pretty bad. I guess I can say I've been lucky and I've never been to a blowout that we were on the receiving end of. I've been to a lot of blowouts that worked out in our favor. <laughs> uh last Rockets game I <laughs> <laughs> last Rockets game I went to. Okay, not the last one, but one of the most memorable ones that we're talking about a blowout. Had courtside tickets sitting right next to James Harden's mom. Thanks, Chad, by the way, for those. Super awesome. I think I paid $200 for that ticket, and they were like $1,200 tickets. But anyway, I was sitting right next to James Harden's mom, got to talk to her a little bit, and we beat Denver by 39 points. Actually, I still remember the exact score, so that was a great game. So my buddy's dad let us use his tickets. We were actually 50-yard line club level Chiefs, Texans at NRG Stadium in the game that we lost 30 to nothing. J.J. Watt got hurt. <laughs> and and the very first play of the game was a kickoff return for a touchdown by the Chiefs. So, I mean, it was a disaster. It was so loud. And it went from go Texans to nothing but tomahawk chops within 12 seconds of the game starting. Yeah, you know, so, I, can, I can definitely understand that. Now I've been to some losing games for sure. I think the last Texans game I went to, we lost like 21-7 to to Jacksonville. And honestly, as much as I love football and as much as I love the Houston Texans, even in the middle of the shit show, I do not really enjoy going to NFL games. Unless I'm, I'd rather sit outside in the parking lot. Especially in NRG, man. There's just, unless you are first 20 rows deep there's not really a good seat in the house pretty difficult to see the field and i just feel like i enjoy the nfl experience more on tv than i do actually being at the game uh you know it's a little different than yeah. a, different than a baseball or basketball game for me but if you're not getting good tickets at nrg the bad tickets are really bad so you know i just i'm not a huge fan of going to nfl games so you don't like the seating arrangement the nrg no i think they suck I mean, the stadium is dull, but I actually, when I go to an NRG game, whether it's high school or a bowl game or a Texans game, I love sitting in the end zones on like the second or third decks. Yeah. I think those seats, seeing the holes open up and then how fast they close, it's a fascination with the speed of the game from 60 yards away, 
you know, in level 362 or 354 or whatever. I love those middle end zone seats, man. It's just a cool experience to me as a, you know, compared to in my die, in my days, I've been on the field for a thousand high school and college games. It's just a, it's just a different speed, different game. I'm just fascinated by seeing it from, you know, bird's eye view in the end zone. No, most definitely. And there are good seats, like I said. Uh, you know, there are good seats. And I have enjoyed the games in which I've gotten really good seats. You know, but unless I get the hookup on something, I'm just not paying $4,000 to sit five rows deep at NRG, man. And the tickets are extremely expensive compared to what they were even six or seven years ago. So uh, when I did manage uh, Fuddruckers and Lubies. Uh, I got Texas AdvoCare Bowl tickets every year, and we had awesome seats. So I got to do that every year, uh, see a few college games. But as far as Texans tickets, man, I haven't gotten a good Texans ticket in a few years. So I just I refuse to pay those prices. <laughs> well, I don't even remember my last Texans game. I went. To, I think the last Texans game I attended was the Sunday night game against the Patriots with Tom Brady and we won. So I guess that would have been 2019 or maybe uh, November or even January, 2019. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I went to a game that season too. And I think that was the last one I went to. It was against Jacksonville again, against Jacksonville and somebody gave me my tickets and I was just like, hell yeah, I'll go for free. But you know, I just, I'm, I'm, I don't really enjoy them too much. I, I appreciate the speed of the game. That goes for any sport though, you know, especially basketball for me. You can sit. There's not really a bad seat in the Toyota Center. You can buy a ten dollar ticket, and you're not. You're, you've got a great view of the court, but you can't appreciate the speed of the game or just the athleticism of these guys until you actually sit courtside. Man, it's incredible. And so, I definitely understand the way you're feeling. So, let's do an over under. All right. All right. Write this down. You got a pen and paper? Because I don't. I do. I've got a pen and paper sitting right next to me, and it's blank. This one's off All the right, dome today, H Town. Over under. All right. On the. See, I don't know how the Texans do it. I don't know if they do an announced crowd or not. But I want to know how many people are going to go to Texans games, average, on average this season. I'm going to go under forty thousand. Well, it'll definitely be under 40,000. I think it'll be closer to 18 to 20,000 if they do allow 25% capacity. Now, the CDC just announced today uh, nationwide, if you have your vaccination card, you can get back to resuming normal activities. So I don't know how that's going to play out county by county, state to state. Uh, you know, I guess they have said they, there are over 150 million vaccinated Americans now. That's almost 40 percent of the U.S. population. So, you know, I guess it all depends on all that stuff, how, how states and cities are going to go about getting back to normal and everything. I think I lost Lance. I hear his truck beeping in the background. That's all right. So, yeah, uh, as far as that goes, H-Town, uh-oh, I lost him. That's all right. We can talk this one off the dome for a little bit. I just wanted to talk about the absolute tear that Yuli is on right now. Uh, so, Yuli and Jordan, you know, uh, they're number three and five in the American League, respectively, in batting average. And they are just absolutely killing it. Honestly, our three, four, and five holes are absolutely killing it. You got Bregman. You got Bregman in at number 12 there. What's up, Lance? How we doing, brother? It's all good, dude. Let me put you back on the roadcaster here. What's up, Lance? 
What's your number? You got the number right. I was just on speakerphone there, so we don't have the Bluetooth going. It's all good. Uh, we were talking there. I was saying I believe it's going to be around eighteen to 20,000 people inside of NRG. Uh, if they Whoa. Whoa. If they allow, Whoa. if they allow the twenty five percent capacity that they're talking about, oh no 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 no, you don't understand, dude. It's going to be a hundred percent capacity. Yeah, so that was my next point. The CDC did yeah. make an annou- announcement today that nationwide, if you have your vaccination card, you can go ahead about uh, go uh, go about resuming normal activities. And regardless of the way you feel about that out there, Houston Holla Nation, it is what it is, and we are in this situation. Uh, regardless your opinion on vaccinations, I'm not going to get into mine. But if you have your vaccination card, there will be no more restrictions. And, you know, that's going to be up to counties and states, I'm sure, and how they choose to go about that. And I completely understand. So we'll see what happens here in Harris County. So I did notice that across the nation, there are baseball facilities, baseball parks that are opening up almost, I think, 24 hours, getting as many people COVID shots as they can when their squads are on road trips and these teams are offering like two tickets to a game, show up, get a COVID shot, get two tickets to a game. Yeah. You know, that's pretty awesome incentive. Then we have our conspiracy theorists out there that think everybody's out to get us if they don't vote for the same person they do. And that's as far into politics as I'll get. But guys, if you want to resume normal activities in this country, cruising sports games, freaking grocery stores, you know, whatever it is, Get your vaccination. It's a dang shot. Just get it over with. I don't agree with them, but you know what? I'm going to get mine because I love cruising. I love having fun. I love being around people. I love going to my sports games, and I am not going to let a shot get in the way of me enjoying my life. You may feel differently. That's fine. Sit on your couch, sulk, think the world sucks, everyone's out to get you, but I'm getting mine. And and I don't agree with it, but I'm getting it. So it is what it is. My, uh, my, uh, non-medical opinion for you is make sure you get Pfizer. Yeah. All right. I haven't, I mean, I haven't met a person that had Johnson and Johnson or Moderna and didn't get knocked off their ass after the shot. Yeah. You know, that's nothing new though. That's nothing new. And that's something that, that the, well, I'm telling you, I had the Pfizer shots one and two Yeah, and I was 1000% fine. As a matter of fact, on both days, I played golf after my shot. All right, that's awesome. You know, and that's what an antibody is. They're going to inject it into you, and people are acting like that's a surprise all of a sudden. No, they're putting COVID in you. Why would you do that? Well, it, it, it's it's how you get past it, man. It's how you build your immune system. It's how you build immunities. Just get your shot. Let's get this thing back to normal. 155 million Americans have been vaccinated. That's almost 40% of the U.S. population, I believe. So we're moving in the right direction. Everybody get vaccinated so we can just get back to having fun. I just hope I don't die before I turn 40 yeah. because of the shot. Ah, dude, you'll be yeah. fine. You might grow a tail or okay. a, you might grow a tail or an 11th toe or something, but hey, at least we'll get to cruise and go golf, right? 11 toes. Yeah. Wait, you, do you have, already have 20? You have 11 toes? I have I have 21 appendages. All right. Hold on. I'm going to push a button. All right. I don't know what that button did. Let's turn it off. Yeah, I I didn't even hear it. You don't have have your headphones on, and I'm not there in the house. So, Oh, man. All right. What's going on, Lance? All right. How was work today, brother? (laughs) Do you really want to know? I do. I I think Houston (laughs) wants to know. 
No, I'm just in a um, conundrum of what I would like to call logistical nightmares, but it's okay. That's I'm okay. a new guy on the block. So when I get my logistics straightened out, I will help everybody around me understand what they have to do on a day-to-day basis as well as what I need to do on a day-to-day basis. Because you know what? We can only control ourselves. This is my influential moment of the year, of the podcast season. You can only control the things that you have full control of. That's right, man. You can't control what somebody else at work is going to say. You can't control what a potential customer is going to say. And you can't control what your boss is going to tell you as a reaction as to what you do. But what you can control is what you do, how you do it, and if you do it right. So yeah, That's a great life lesson out there, Houston. I think that goes for a lot of situations. Uh, it's called just being an adult and making money, dude. So there we go, Lance. Uh, I, something else. I, Stack, get them fat stacks. That's right, baby. Something else I talked about while you were off the air there, Lance, while uh, my Freddy Krueger ringtone was going off in y'all's ears, Houston. I downloaded that on Halloween to scare my kids so they would leave my phone alone, by the way. So we got we got Yuli Gurriel and we got Jordan Alvarez in the top five in batting average. We got four hitters in the top 20 in hits. Astros are on a roll, six and four in their last 10 games. They got another one to wrap the Angel series up tonight. Lance hates May baseball, but when you have when you have 13 divisional games in a row, when your division is only separated by four and a half games, this little stretch right here in May, this little stretch of four series of divisional games in a row is extremely important. Every win matters, and it's going to come down to, I think, this little stretch, this little uh, four-series divisional stretch at the end of the year. So these are very important games. Everyone tune in tonight to watch our Houston Astros, and we're rolling. So let's keep it going. Yeah, go sports. Go Astros, right? Yeah, go sports. That's what this whole thing's about. No, man, I just I, – I don't even know – what what matters as long as you're three or four games back within the last three weeks of the season, you could end up winning your division. I mean, it doesn't matter if you have a three or four game lead. It doesn't matter if you're back three or four games. That crap can flip so fast. It's unbelievable. That's why it's important to get the wins while you can, especially divisional wins. Yeah, but it doesn't. I mean, how often does it actually come down to a tiebreaker? Like quite often. Playing, Quite often in I'm, baseball. Yeah, I don't know. I you just, know how I many teams? You know how, tell you who's in first place in the West. I don't even know. Uh, right now, I do believe it is the. Oh yeah, it's Oakland, duh, because they won't freaking stop winning. They're like nineteen and five in their last twenty-four games or some crap. All right, so the Angels are flipping terrible. The Rangers suck. So when does Houston play Oakland again? Yeah, you know, uh, we play Oakland next week. So. It's important. They're coming. So those are big. Those are way bigger games than any game we've talked about yet this season. Yeah, you know, but you know the Angels suck and the Rangers suck, and they're only three games behind right now. So it is what it is. Is Seattle a bottom dweller? No, they are not. They are third place in the division right now, and they are number eight in the American League, and we're sitting at number seven. Top five make playoffs. No expanded playoffs this year, so it's gonna it's gonna be close. Who's the best player? On the Mariners, is it Freddie Garcia? J.P. Crawford. Maybe it's maybe Freddie Kyle Garcia Seager. Still? Maybe Kyle Seager. Oh, the former Dodger, now of Mariners? No, that's Corey Seager. That's, they're, they're, uh, I don't know if they're even related. I don't think they are. I think it's just a coincidence. So, Freddie Garcia, is he still pitching? 
I have no idea, dude. I don't keep up with Seattle's pitching stuff. You not know who Freddie Garcia is? He was like the Cy Young candidate for like six years in a row in Seattle. I thought you were talking about Felix Hernandez. Uh, Felix Hernandez, that was a long time ago. I thought Freddie nah. Garcia was one. King Felix just <laughs> retired like last year, two years ago. See, I can't even, I can't tell you one Seattle Mariner. It's all moot to me. It's right? going to be uh, J.P. Crawford. Gold glove, shortstop, young. He's got some talent. Did he play his ball at Mississippi State? Uh, I'm not sure. You got Mitch Haniger over there, too, who's an absolute crusher. See, that's what I hate. I feel like they should incorporate where these guys play their high school ball, their hometowns, and their colleges to, like, get those communities more into baseball. Yeah. Right? Like, I don't – I mean, I'm guessing here on J.P. Crawford, but I thought his name was familiar – from Mississippi State, but it looks like he may not have even played in college. No, nah, it looks know. like he went straight to the minors out of uh, out of high school. So, and that's I think that's why they do it because if you look at these MLB teams, you're going to have maybe two or three guys that actually played in college. It's just so so popular for these guys to go straight from high school to the minor leagues or to go undrafted out of high school to the minor leagues. You know, of course, a lot of these guys do, do still play college. I'm just talking crap when I say two or three players. It's maybe maybe more like eight or nine out of the 25-man roster that actually played in college. But it's just it's not as popular in baseball anymore. It's so easy to get to the minors from high school that a lot of these guys are just skipping college. Right. So what's on the docket for the rest of the week? What do we got? Anything exciting this weekend? Basketball's over. Yeah. Nobody cares about hockey down here, it seems like. Yeah, who, you know, we got NHL playoffs. Dude, I have no freaking idea. I don't keep up with hockey until the Stanley Cup starts. Eric, if you're listening, Carolina, I'm sorry. I'm going to go Carolina Hurricanes and Toronto Maple Leafs. Okay, there we go. If they're allowed to leave Canada. If they're allowed to leave Canada. You know what's crazy? I do know this. They put a whole division together of nothing but Canadian teams so they wouldn't have to travel. And then, like, five of the teams ended up getting COVID anyway. Yeah, I don't know. Did they break down into four different leagues? Like, four conferences? Or did they just go with three conferences? That's what I can't remember. It. So you got, I'm struggling. you got two <laughs> leagues and uh, four divisions. Right. You got the North Division, which is all Canadian teams. Got the Maple Leafs, Oilers, Jets, Canadians. Are they, are they paired with the? Are they paired with the East? They are paired with the East. Yes, all the Northeast teams. And then you got what's called like the Central, and then the West, right? Yeah, you got the Central and the West. So your Central would be like the Stars and the Preds, I and maybe so. the Columbus Blue Jackets. I'm guessing. Yeah. Minnesota Wild, and then your West would be the Coyotes, Sharks, Kings. You know, no, you know, Minnesota's in the West Division, and I actually had a conversation about this with somebody the other day. How are the Stars in the Central and Minnesota's in the West? When I do believe, if you look at the map, uh, Minnesota or Minneapolis, Minnesota, anyway, is farther east than Dallas. So I was a little confused on that, but it's all good. It is what it is. Well, there's just so many teams um, saturating the East Coast, you know. Yeah, I, I'm pretty you sure. The, you, got the, you got the Islanders, the Rangers, and the Devils, and the Flyers, and they're all like 75 miles apart. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure that most of Houston stopped listening to the last three or four minutes of this because, you like you said, nobody really cares about hockey down here. Now, I, I, look, I enjoy it. I'm not talking it. about power play conversions, and I'm not talking about 72 minutes of penalties in the first 
period of a contest yeah. between the Rangers and the Capitals. I'm talking basic geography here. Like, how weird is it to say, all right, uh, you are in the same division, Vancouver, as Montreal and Quebec, right? Yeah. But yet, Minnesota and L.A. are in the same division, but it's a lot closer, like you said, to go from Minnesota to Chicago or Minnesota, Minneapolis to Dallas. Or Dallas to L.A. as opposed to Minneapolis to L.A., so... Yeah, it's fun. It's a fun discussion. It's geography. Yeah, I love school. Geography is fun. It's my favorite subject in school. Geography. All right, all right. I like maps. I like maps. I can get you anywhere you want to go. Where Where do you want to go? Where do you need to go? Where are you going to take the family on a summer trip? Have you got that planned out yet? Where's vacation? You know, I think we're just going to stick to our norms, man. Head up to Lake Travis, camp a little bit at Pace Bend Park, go to the beach a couple times, might hit up Splashway out in Sheridan, but uh, we're not going very far. 10 4. 10 I'm going to Mexico. There we go, Aye. baby. Oh, yeah. I'm going to Cancun though, for a wedding. So I'm going resort side. I'm not going to Mexico. I'm going to Cancun, Mexico. Right. Yeah. Two different things. Right. Like every other gringo out there. Yeah. Now you go down to you go down to Cabo or Cozumel or Cancun, and it, you might as well have walked into a might as well have walked into like freaking Moe's Country Club or something. You know, it's more white people down there than it is Hispanic people anyway. Moe's Country Club, huh? Yeah. Whatever the hell it's Don't called. Call it. Is that what it's called? Dirty I've never Moe's, been there. Dirty Moe's place? I yeah, Moe's place. I have lived in Katy, Texas, for fourteen years, and I've never been to Moe's. Have no desire to. Hey, you don't know how to two step. Don't step in the door. Nah, I'm good. I've never worn a pair of boots or cowboy hat in my life, and I don't plan on starting. You don't have to wear boots to go to most. I can I can uh, assure you this. I have worn a polo shirt and shorts and sneakers <laughs> and gone to most before. Uh, I feel like I'd get in a fight if I went into that place, man. Negative, Ghost Rider. Negative. <laughs> All right, H-Town, we've been rambling long enough. We kind of pulled this one out of our butts today. Not much to talk about. We're going to get some high school stuff to you soon. We will be back with you on Sunday. As always, hugs and high fives. Hit us up on social media, Facebook, Houston Holla, Twitter, at Holla Houston, HoustonHolla.Buzzsprout.com. Lance, get back to work. Be safe on the road, brother. Hi, man. Talk to you later. Hugs and high fives. Yes, sir. Later, dude. Take it easy, Houston. <laughs>